What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode number 46 of Connection is Magic. Thank you so much for coming back and tuning in. This will be part two of my awesome conversation with Kyle Nicolaitis. He is a singer-songwriter and former lead singer of the band Beware of Darkness, based in Santa Barbara, California. Again, he reached out out of the blue after eight years of a falling out we had previously when I managed him, and I got him again a record deal, attorney, veteran co-manager, and I was fired out of the blue not long after getting all that stuff done. I was very hurt by it. And then about the beginning of 2021, I got an amazing email from him acknowledging my contributions. And I was like, let's have a podcast about it. So anyways, it was incredible. Went up to Santa Barbara and recorded this. This episode, we got into plant medicine. Kyle is a voracious reader, so I asked him about some gems, some takeaways from his favorite books. We get into that. We get into him now about to start writing a book on depression. We get into our subconscious relationships with money and how I experience Kyle's energy today and how he experiences my energy today. Another very cool moment. Excited to have you guys check this one out. If you haven't yet subscribed to our text community to stay up to date on new episodes, forthcoming guests, and discounts on forthcoming merchandise we're going to be doing, please do that. You can go to our Instagram page, which is just my name, Samson underscore Shulman, on Instagram and simply hit text and it will sign you up to the text community. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, everybody to Connection is Magic. I'm your host, Samson Shulman, a former music executive turned podcaster and coach. In a world obsessed with the highlight reel and keeping our difficulties hidden behind the curtain, we end up feeling lonely and isolated and opportunities for human connection are missed. On this podcast, we dive deep with our guests and get them to share those dreaded unfiltered pieces. We learn how to make lemonade out of life's lemons and realize adversity isn't sent to break us, but rather shape us into the greatest versions of ourselves. We appreciate you spending some time with us. Now let's begin our journey back home to connection. When you try and like commodify art and people, it's messy. Because these aren't like lamps. Like I'm like, no. people are people with feelings, but you're being treated like you're a fucking office chair. Yeah. Well, no, but that's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's it. Like the manager's agents are only gonna make money when you're touring, so they want to put you on tour. It's what killed Amy Winehouse. Have you seen the Amy documentary? Yeah, like Scott, yeah, like Scott Weiland. I think it's I think it's changing now because people are realizing mental health. Importance mental yeah, health, yeah, yeah. and then like because when you think about it too, it's like you're not fucking sleeping. And I know if I don't sleep, I'm just going down to fucking Suffertown sure. as soon as I can. Yeah, it's like you're not sleeping, you're not eating right, you're not exercising basically it's just like the craziest schedule you can ever be on mm-hmm. um and then the left it's hard to eat healthy on tour right i mean well, you're eating at gas I mean, stations right that's yeah, it yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you know people are like what was it like on tour and i was like well imagine being in a van with six men like full-grown men there's it's <laughs> like it makes <laughs> yeah you know it makes like a fucking gym smell like a sauna <laughs> like there's just underwear and fucking socks everywhere, and like you're not sure if the bass player is masturbating in the back, you know. <laughs> My point is, it's a yeah. labor of love because then it's like you're driving ten hours a day, mm-hmm. so you're either on your phone or like playing video games, like doing whatever for eight hours. Then if if you're lucky, you can stop for lunch, 
but if you're not, you're eating gas station food. Like everything has duality in life. It's like you want to make this millions of dollars, but when you make yeah. millions of dollars, you're going to have new problems that you didn't once have, right? Yeah. Or like you're on the road, you're like, we're fucking pirates and we're yeah. doing this, yeah, but exactly. it's, you yeah. know what I'm mean? It's exactly. like duality and everything. Yeah, so, yeah, and then, yeah, exactly. You get to the venue, don't eat. If you like, like sound check, like yeah. load our gear out, like to what, 2,000 pounds of gear or whatever. If you're lucky, you eat and then play the show and then you talk to every person after. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by that time it's like midnight or one maybe and then if you're lucky you can just go back to the hotel if you have a hotel and then if you're not you have to drive like an hour or two because you have to wake up the next day and do the same thing so it's a labor look go back to like the pandemic or whatever like it was it was fucking weird for me because I was like alright just do the self work like step back from music step back from everything like and it was the first time in my life where I was like I'm not gonna try to be anyone and that's weird you know, because you're like, I'm not trying to be famous. I'm not trying to, like, write the best songs or, like, be a producer or whatever. So I like, just started doing the self-work and then, like, started writing about depression. And then this idea popped up of, like, oh, what if I did, like, a handbook? What if I did a blog post that was, like, here's everything that helped me with depression? Yeah. So I like, started trying to write it, like, 2020 January, like, and it, like, wasn't clicking. And I was like, ugh, like, put it, put it away for, like, six months. And then I identify with being sober, but also do plant medicine. And that's a weird world. Can I be. Guess. Can be. Yeah. The founder of AA. Oh, Bill W. Bill was w. like pro, I think, yeah, right? Like LSD. LSD. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. So into that. So like, there's a difference between a drug and a medicine. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like drug. It's like, are you dimming your consciousness? Or are you trying to expand your consciousness? You know, I had a gambling addiction. No. Oh, terrible. I didn't know Seventeen that at all. to twenty-two. Really? Broke me. Holy shit! I yeah, had no yeah, idea. yeah. Found my way into Gamblers Anonymous, which works oh, wow. like yeah. That's that's what helped no transform idea. me. Yeah, dude. And I want to tell you something. I now do the stock market. I invest in the stock market. It's great. And it's it's smart. I think you you should try and grow your wealth. And then I and then I randomly do I'll do like 30 bucks a month in like Powerball or whatever like yeah. obviously it's 30 bucks yeah. a month not much. But my my um, motives for doing that is so different when yeah. I was 17 to 22. Yeah. I wanted to escape life when yeah. I was 17 to 22. Yeah. Do you feel me? <laughs> yeah. So we totally connect on that. Yeah. It's cool. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. With medicine, you're doing it in a ceremonial setting. Mm-hmm. You're reverent with it. It usually doesn't taste good, but it leaves you feeling amazing after, or like you get a lesson you learned from it. I argue that there's an intelligence to it, because like these plants are so fucking smart. They're smarter than I'll ever be, Mm. smarter than any human will ever be. Like they just know exactly what you need. I I just wanted to say that before I want to be like, I do mushrooms, and then people be like, fuck this guy, you know? This guy's Fuck a everything shit. he yeah. said. This guy's a sham. But um, because I just I, because I, that's how I feel, and I've talked to other people who feel like that, but don't, who don't speak on it because like they're a part of AA and like don't feel like they can. And then like, you know, I have another friend who's like, it's none of anyone's fucking business what you identify sober as. And I was like, that's you got to be careful about listening to too many outside voices, oh, honestly, no. because we have the truth it's right true, here, right? bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The beginning of the pandemic. I bought a bag of mushrooms and started microdosing with it, and that saved that again saved my life. And so much research on psilocybin yeah, right now, right? Yeah, dude, yeah. it's about to explode. It's about yeah. to be huge. But then, like, again, like being a fucking like, I don't. Know, I'm not gonna make fun of myself, but I didn't. I didn't know the difference of like what a microdose was, so I was like unintentionally macrodosing. <laughs> Someone was like, "Yeah, microdosing. You're not supposed to feel it," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I just, I, was like, oh, I just saw Bigfoot in my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Like, the ceiling was glowing. Like, <laughs> like, but so, all jokes aside, but like, that was fucking interesting because 
what I would do is I just took a two, I, I set two hours aside and I was like, mushrooms, whatever you want me to do, I'll follow. Like, whatever you want me to be, whatever you want me to, what, like. You do this before you take it. Yeah. Super. So it's, it's like setting like, the intention. It's a ceremony, yeah. setting attention. I'll like yeah. get quiet because the first time I didn't, I didn't do that. It was a disaster. So yeah, so like I'll get quiet and I'll like pray to it, thank it. It's amazing. You know, like say like heal my heart, heal my mind, heal my body, heal my spirit. The way yeah. that I saw mushrooms was like, they're my best friends. They know exactly what I need. Sometimes it's screaming at me. Hmm. Sometimes it's being gentle with me. But I trust that like, if it's maybe it's not what I want, it's what I need. So it's like every, like, I've had like a lot of like rough, bad experiences, but they've been exactly what I needed. So what it started doing was, it was like, okay, we're going to heal your relationship with music. And what? I was like, what? The plants you were getting this from. Yeah. Super so, cool. And like, so what, like what they do is like one day they like sat me down at the piano and they're like, here, start writing a song. So I started writing a song and then they're like, notice all the thoughts that come up of like playing chords. And I was like, oh, this is why the melody is not good enough. Like man, you're never going to come up with a melody that's going to be, like, good enough and unique enough to, like, fit this, like, chord progression. And mm. then I was like, no wonder why you don't like to write songs, because mm. this, like, inner critic is just fucking ripping you a new asshole every time you go to sit down. Yeah. So then it's interesting, because that brought me on a path of, like, faith and, like, it, it and I'm so fucking thankful I got to this point, like, Samson, like, you don't mm. know how much work it got to get to this point. I'm so proud of you, bro. Thank you, because yeah. I finally got to a point with creativity of, like, Realizing that like every act of creativity is a spiritual act. Probably, almost like you're a vessel. Like, that's you know, exactly that, that's it. More time about, that's yeah. exactly <laughs> it. And like yeah. ayahuasca gave me that message too of like, yeah. um, at our true nature, it's like we're divinity and like, it's like if we're a tree, we're divine beings that are trunk and our like roots. The arms we have are how we express that. Mm. So it's like writing or music or like speaking, you know? And then like, if you try to do it from the other way, like reverse the flow, it doesn't work. So, like, my example of that is, like, when you go to a piano to write a song, you're either surrendering to it and saying, like, piano, what do you have to teach me today? I'm just going to show up and whatever song is here is here and it's meant to be. Versus, like, coming up with ego and being, like, I'm going to fuck this piano. I'm going to write the best song in the world. Mm. Like, here we fucking go. My friend Troy Byer has my favorite quote of, like, when I come from ego, nothing works. And when I come from spirit, everything works. God damn. Yeah, she's on, she's in, she's next level. Around that same time, like, slowly started writing songs again, and then what blew my fucking mind was all the work I did on myself, I thought it was separate from music, but then when I went back to music and started writing again, my writing got ten times better. Wow. And I was like, holy shit. Like, the work, like, it's like your songs want you to be the best version of, your, of yourself um, that you can be. Like, they want you to be happy, they want you to thrive, they want you to be successful so you can have more of a space to create them. And yeah. that goes against the whole idea of, like, the tortured artist, which is fucking bullshit. Of, like, you need, like, I hate this more than anything. And people, like, you need to be sad to make great art. Like, right. no, you don't. Because I've been that. When you're sad, you don't want to be on the planet, and the last thing you want to do is art. Facts. Like, it's like, yeah. I'm working on, like, music here. You can't focus on a hi-hat sound. Or, like, oh, should we put a shaker in the second if verse? If you don't want to live. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the math right, doesn't add up. Right, it's it's right. crazy. So, so then, like, that, that got me on... Um, like healing my relationship with music and mm. just being like, holy shit, I have to like change my relationship with songwriting because mm. it didn't serve me anymore. And then I was at this thing of like, always, I was always at odds with my creativity, always fighting it. Like it was something I feared, like, because I was like, oh my God, is, is, is the song going to come today or if it's not? Because all my self-worth is tied up in, in my producing. Mm. If I don't write a song today, I'm not worthy, worth anything. My self-identity was so wrapped up in like 
If we were on tour, I felt good about myself. If we had a hit, I felt good about myself. You know, if- This is like my story. Yeah. I was like, only yeah. when I got another artist signed. Yeah, exactly. Only when yeah. I did this. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then if someone came with news of like, oh man, like you didn't get this tour. I was like, oh, I'm not worthy. Like I don't deserve to be alive. Yeah. So it's wow. like my self identity was so wrapped up in like you're this guy in the band. Yeah. That I was a, I was on a like. Well, it's what, it's like being a drug addict. I guess it is. Do you right? know what I mean? You need that yeah, next yeah, drink. Exactly. It's never gonna be enough. Of course. You're never gonna hit that point where you're like, I finally got enough external praise to be complete. Or this one drink fixed yeah. me. You so, know? So yeah. It's, so it's, yeah. Exactly. It's, you know, it's like all along. It's, it's like, only gonna end in like misery. Yeah. Pain, suffering. Eckhart Tolle says like all like all addiction starts in pain and ends really? in pain. Really? Yeah. yeah. Man, it's so true. So back then is like your best case scenario again, nineteen twenty when when we were working together was like. Cover Rolling Stone, right? Yeah. Travel the world, yeah. uh, be the next Zeppelin, right? But yeah. now, can I ask you to illustrate the dream? Shifted into a different project. It's to me the most noble act is like, can you help raise consciousness? Beautiful. You That's know? the new intention, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So, and then it's it's realizing how sacred music is, but keeping it close to heart in a way that serves me. Hmm. And it's weird because it's like. It's fucking weird, Samson, when the ego starts dripping out. When it starts dripping Drip, Like, it starts getting smaller. Because I'm just like, oh. I'm like, oh, maybe I don't need to try to be famous or, like, try to, like, be someone in music or, like, I don't need to be on a guitar cover or, like, I don't need any of this shit. And it's fucking weird because you're like, is everything okay? <laughs> like, is this, am I allowed to do this? You know? Like, you're saying it's so foreign. Yeah, you're it's like, so foreign how? because yeah. you, you spend so time, you just spend so much time being like, oh, I need to fucking get here. I need to get, like, X amount of streams. And then you're just like, I don't give a fuck, really, mm. in the best way possible. Um, August of last year, mm. I was sitting in a cafe and, like, this, like, it was, it was funny because, like, a music, pro like, a new music project popped up that I was, like, swirling around in my mouth. And then I was looking at this, like, handbook idea to depression, this blog I was talking about, and I was like, oh, shit, maybe this is a book. And then it, like, hit me, and I was like, I was like, can you write a book? And I was like, yeah, no one told you to write songs. And, like, that worked out pretty well. <laughs> That's funny. You know, so I just, like, I was like, well, just, like, go all in on it. And I have this, this book I'm working on right now. It's, like, it's everything I learned in my 10 years of depression. Mm. And it's basically a book where I'm, like, I wish I would have had this at 18 because it would have saved me a decade of my life. Mm. And it's basically like I put my 10,000 hours into depression so you don't have to. That's like the sleazy, so, the, the sleazy That's the tagline, yeah. yeah you know? that's They're like, come here, get, get in the car. <laughs> that process has been fucking crazy because I, A, at the beginning had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Mm -hmm. Kept rubbing up against my own walls technically as a writer because I'm used to sound. But then I just made a decision of like, listen, follow the page, show up every day, don't worry where it's going, just like let it be what it's supposed to be. And I've never worked on anything in my life that has felt like it mattered more. Or like it felt like it, it, it feels important in like the best way possible. But you needed that chapter of music and all the experiences to do this chapter. And see, that's it. And like, yeah. I'm such a firm believer in like, like I had a medicine experience on Bufo that was like so powerful. I was like... I don't regret anything. Like, it, it was like everything needed to happen for me to get here. Because it was fucking brutal. It was just like, you know, it's like, like I'd try to write a song on Saturday night and like the voices would be like, what are you doing? You're like fat, you're bald, you live at your parents' house, like, you're broke. 
Like, why are you trying to write this shitty song? Like, <laughs> you're not Kanye. Like, what? Like, and then it was like, what's Kanye West doing right now? And I'm like, I don't even rap. Like, what are you doing, brain? You know? And then, and then it was just like, that was the shit I was up against. And then it was just like, well, fuck it, don't do anything. And then like, you get a bunch of laughing. That's pure comedy, man. Yeah, Everything no, you just said. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And again, it's just like I didn't, I didn't have any defenses against it. Yeah. I was like, oh, I guess it's fucking true. Back to like anxiety, depression, or liars. That's kind of like a oh theme of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, just the narratives they tell you. Yeah. Because they spin such fucking yeah. other worlds, you know. Totally. So my message with the book too is, is just being like, yo, if I'm capable of finding light and healing, like anybody can. <sighs> Because I'm not special. Ain't that the truth? You know? No, you like, you've endured some really dark days. It's interesting because when we were like going through our thing back then, it's like you don't realize what the other person is going through. <laughs> One of the best quotes I've heard is, "People aren't giving you a hard time; people are having a hard time." So true. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like we had those bumps in the road. Like you were fucking not wanting to be on the planet, no. like for most and, of that. You like, know, I was it's, in it's so interesting. much. I was in so much pain that I didn't realize that other people were a thing. Wow. Like, I didn't realize other people had emotions and, like, they had feelings and fears and insecurities. So, like, I was just in my own head. You know, I was just scared. I was scared of everything. Most people, like, they attribute malice to that. They attribute malice. And it's not always malice. No, and that was another thing I learned from ayahuasca. Because, like, so basically I had this incident where, I mentioned it earlier, where, like, someone... I was being vulnerable with someone I looked up to and someone I worked with, and he was just like, well, if you feel sad, just go die, go kill yourself, you know? And, it did, and you know, it's like... Did you keep that person in your life? For like a year longer, oh, okay. you know? Okay. But I'm like, oh, that's why I was afraid when I saw his name come up when he called me every time. <laughs> oh, when you know? he called yeah, you? Like, yeah, like that, that's why yeah. I, like, my whole body yeah. got tense when I was talking wow. to him. Because I just like, again, like, tr- like no one talked... I didn't know what trauma was. I didn't know... But, you know, just nothing. I didn't Damn. know that wasn't okay. Like, I told my therapist that. She's like, what? And I was like, I, it just seemed like a Tuesday to me. Like, You didn't reg- You really didn't register that that no, was... No, I mean, but everything yeah. in my being did. But consciously, I was just like, oh, okay. Like, that came up in a ceremony, and the, the lesson was like, when people are in pain, they don't know what to do with that pain, and then they give it on other people. So that person you think must have been in pain. Of course. And like, who, who fucking knows? Cause, cause like he may, he may have been going through a dark spot and then someone could have said that to him. Yeah. So then that's the only way he knows how to cope. So yeah. for me, in, in my head, it goes back to the idea of like, everyone in your life is doing the best they can with what they have. When they learn a different, when they learn a better way of coping or dealing with their shit, because basically we're all walking around with unresolved trauma, mm-hmm. you know? Like, well, well, some of us are working on yeah, it. Though. Yeah, sorry, sorry. That, that was, that, most of us are walking around with unresolved trauma, not knowing that we have a choice to wake up and be like, unresolved trauma, but then also handed a system of beliefs that say this is how the world works. Yeah, you, you know, know, Carl Jung is a master. Carl it, Jung yeah, said, yeah. he said, um, you know, until we make the unconscious conscious, exactly. we will go around like in so much yeah. misery thinking it's our fate. Exactly. When you realize that, you can have sympathy because you're just like, oh, well, I guess it's either they're in pain, they don't know what to do with it. Because yeah. also, like, I, I'm writing about this right now, too. It's like talking about depression is weird. Is it? Yeah, because because a few things happen. It's like you're either, you're either going to hit the jackpot and someone's going to be like, under, they're going to understand it and then they're going to have sympathy and you're going to be able to talk to them without it. Some people, they're going to be like, that's not a fucking real thing. Uh, there's nothing in your life you have to be depressed about. What do you have to be depressed about? And like my response to that is like, what do you have to be diabetes about? There's nothing in your life to be diabetes about. Perfect. Other people, 
they get triggered by it because it scares them. And it scares them either because they love you and don't know how to help you, or it brings something up themselves mm. and like triggers them in a weird way. I'd love to know, is there something you read recently that <laughs> stayed with you? You're so you know? funny. I have a pile of books behind you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so is it a dumb question? It's the best yeah. question because I was going to make a video of myself being like, here are the favorite books I read last year, but like, I just haven't done it yet. Cause I'm just so like, this is perfect. Like, and <laughs> yeah, these are all my favorite books I read last year, but I was, uh, yeah, so, Jordan Peterson's at the yeah, top, which he's yeah. a genius. He's awesome. Um, the books, there's three books that I would recommend the most. The Artist Way. I was going to get you a copy of it. Today. Oh, thank you, man. Right, how long are you going to be here? I'll be here till like the evening. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll, yeah, yeah maybe I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I'm going to go Thanks. to the bookstore, yeah. Thank you. So it's the artist way. It's a 10-week creative course. Yeah. Um, full of exercises and stuff. This is Water by David Foster Wallace. This is commencement speech. It's basically this idea of like the most important thing in life is the freedom of consciously choosing what and how we think. Mm. And for me, like, that's, like, the fucking name of the game, of life, you know? Well, that's like just... the Victor Frankl you're exactly, aware. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I was yeah. just going to say that. Like, yeah. the answer is for meaning of, like, yeah. there's a space between stimulus and response, and yeah. in that space, we can create whatever we want. Yeah, that's where our power is. Yeah. yeah, so, like, that. And then Autobiography of a Yogi. I don't know if you read that. Oh, Pramahatsu like, Yogananda. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's brilliant. Yeah. There's something, like, fucking magical about it. There's something, mm. like, my friend was like, read this book. It'll change your life. And then, like, I started reading it, and just, like, everything blew up. And I was like, mm. what are you doing? <laughs> And then there's a yoga book that I fucking love called um, Light on Life. Light on Life. By, okay. by Iyengar, and he's a yoga master. It's about yoga, but it's more about, like, a handbook to life. And, and he talks about, like... Yoga mirrors life, obviously, because well, I got it, this, it like, is, crazy. Yeah, it it's is, a yeah. way... Yeah. I mean, it's a way of existing. It's a way of being, you know? And yeah. It's like, it's, you know what's funny? It's, like, one of these things about, like, plant medicine and, like, reading these old spiritual texts are being, like, these motherfuckers knew everything. You know, it's, like, there's, like, good ideas of, like... You know, usually, like, if it help, if it's easy in the short term, usually hurts you in the long run, you know? Ooh, yeah. If it's harder in the short, real. like, harder in the short term, usually better in the long run. And it's, like, you look at, like, video games, easy in, easy in the short term, fucks you up in the long run, and, like, exercise, wow. you know? Like, David Foster Wallace in that, in that book, he has one of my favorite quotes where he's, like, there's a reason why people shoot themselves in the head and not the heart. Because they're trying to kill the voices in their head. Deep shit. Yeah, they're very, trying very to kill the heart, you know? Yeah. So now if you feel off in your day... Is it just like you're able to sort of, it's like an athlete that's like finely tuned. Like you get yeah. your breath back a lot quicker now, basically, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. How do you change a belief system? Well, you got to be aware of, of when you react to lack. And then you have to be conscious enough to be like, wait, what can I replace this with? Mm. And then the, it's like a muscle. You know, this, the, the more you keep doing that, the stronger it gets. The Yoga Sutra says that. It's like when you have a thought you don't like, just replace it with the opposite thought. Yeah. You know, so like one of my like, I just get so vulnerable, but like an example I saw of that was like, I'm learning a, um, about worthiness and like the idea of like me being deserving of being in a positive, loving, romantic relationship, mm -hmm. non-existent mm. until like ayahuasca and therapy, non-existent. Someone was into me and I was afraid. I didn't want to be alone. And like, I love them genuinely, but yeah. I just wasn't there. Did you kind of wall up a little bit then? Or you totally, so, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. I was a living wall, you know? Yeah. So, um, so the practice was like just being open to that possibility and then reminding myself daily of that the, the walls we put up to keep out the pain also keep out the joy yeah it's such a, yeah yeah that's so true after that first record i made i was like fuck opening up 
that was the most traumatizing, terrifying experience of my life. Hmm. I'm not doing that again. Wow. So I shut down, went in, forgot how to write songs, couldn't write, couldn't record, and then like, you know, went to every area of my life and just found ways I could numb and shut down and like put walls up in. And then it wasn't until I saw the fruits of what that bore was that's like a special kind of death in life because you're not with people you truly like, you're not doing what you like and you're not championing yourself and you're trapped. So then it almost adds like the sinister like basement floor to depression Hmm. where you're numb to being numb and then you add some more numb on top. As you're wearing a Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> like numb to being numb. It was just numb on top and numb. Yeah. Oh, it's Disneyland. Yeah, it says so Disneyland. It's just funny. So great. Yeah. Sponsor me. Motives are so important. Dude, like intentions. The mo- everything. intentions, everything. Like the plant medicine, intention. Why are you writing a song? Intention. Like, why am I in the stock market? Intention. You know what I mean? Like, reason, it's all intention. It's so important. And only you or I know the true answer to that. We can't expect those around us, right, to no. know that. Like, I have two things to say to that. Because we, ta- we were talking about that before we started when you're like, you, I think you asked, like, can people feel if something's authentic or not? Yeah. And I got the answer to that. I'm ready. Because, so the first Beware Darkness record, I thought no one was going to hear it. I was just making songs for me. And then, like, people, like, started getting all these messages of, like, it came out, and I was like, oh, fuck, people are going to hear this? Like, so naive. Just, like, such a virgin, you know? You started getting messages of people being like, this changed my life. Or, like, you saved my life. And I was like, oh, shit, what? Like, didn't mean to do that, but, like, that's great. <laughs> didn't you know? mean to do that. Yeah. That's great. But then it's crazy because then you have success, and my motive went from, like, I want more success. Mm. So, like, let me write a record to be famous and get money. Ooh. And I was emotionally cut off, so I was like, I'm not gonna put emotions into this. How so was I that the it? second album, by second the way? Second album, totally different intentions. Oh wow! You know? Wow. And it was and and it, was, it fucked me up. Like I was thinking about this yesterday because it fucked me up because Catherine Marks, the producer, one day. I was singing and she's like, she's like, it sounds like no one's there. I was like, what? And but I didn't say anything because I knew what it was, and I was like, because I'm not fucking here and I'm, mm. I'm numbing everything I can. So it's crazy when we toured that. I started talking to fans, and these fans were like, is your new music gonna be more like emotional and vulnerable and like relatable? And I was like, they fucking know. And we didn't talk about social media, about what a fucking pit that is. Like, I hate that shit with all my heart. Can I just say something yeah. though? There could be positivity in social I, I media. There, is, there, is. there you go. <laughs> and uh, no, it's, it's, it's taking responsibility for the relationship you have with it. Yes. That's what my friend said. Well, it's fucking hard when they make it to be so used against you. All I have on my phone is all positivity. Like That's, that's all I, I follow. It. I, 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 I tap into it for inspiration, that. Kyle. Yeah. One of my friends got off social media because he's like, it's all a dick swing, it's all flex, and I'm like, that's just, that's that's just the shit he's at. noticing. Yeah, exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? I know. This, have you ever heard the saying, like, Good. a mind can make a heaven out of hell and a hell out of heaven? Yeah. It's it's true though, right? I mean, yeah. you could be in Hawaii and paradise, yeah. like, and just... That's so true. I think the biggest message I'm trying to give people too right now is that, like, depression tells you you have no future and there's nothing to live for. But the way that I got out of it, I never could have guessed how that would have worked out. In the same way, when I sit down and I write a song and something comes out, I have no idea where that came from. Mm. You could just max that out to our lives. And being like, there's a future plan for you that's so bright, with so much meaning that you never could have planned alone. That's a reason to keep going. Wow. Does that make sense? That's perfect. So, you know, I'm on that kick too right now where I'm just like, I don't know what's next, but 
you know I'm trusting. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Oh, a, a really wise mentor of mine told me like, if this work never ends and it's like we're climbing a mountain, then why do we keep climbing this mountain with no top? And he said it's because the view gets better. And I was Ooh. like, that's brilliant. Ooh, that's great. Oh. I love that. Let's talk about money because my money relationship is now front and center, dude. Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Like I yeah. said, by the way, a fucking amazing book. But I realized like I... I'm like such a pure person that I'm like, dude, I don't want money to change. Like my, my, my fucked up thinking, like money's going to change me. No, money's going to magnify more of who you already are. Dude, I'm, I test drove the Bentley SUV. It's an I amazing car. It's yeah. beautiful. And I'm like, I can give to five charities and do volunteer work with the homeless and drive a Bentley SUV. Sure. Like what? But, but yet I think it's dichotomous. Sorry, not anymore. I thought it was dichotomous for mm -hmm. so long. Do you have anything, any, does anything sparking for you when we talk about money? Relationship? Yeah, I just took a, uh, oh, I forgot his name. I took a Dharma of money class where this guy used meditation and Buddhist philosophy around money. I love it. Can you get the name? Uh, I'll, I'll text you. Okay, you, you just text I, I forgot what his name was. Okay. Um, but he was, I mean, it's the same thing we're talking about where a lot of us have early trauma around money early on. Yeah. Or we're taught a certain way yeah. to see money. Whether it's like lack or scarcity. Did you get the money changes people? Did you get that tape or no? That wasn't one of your tapes. No, I got okay. the I got the money was oh god, this is so vulnerable. I don't even talk about money with anybody, which is my fucking weakness. Um, I got the like basically wasn't taught anything about it. So when like we came into money with the band, I didn't know what to do with it. Like, the mm. idea of making more money with more money never occurred to me. Like, mm. I just, I saw this pile of money, and I was like, holy shit, I'm afraid of it. And then I'm just not going to touch it. And then, like, lived off it for six, seven years or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I, but that was one of the other things that came up last year of, like, God, I have to redo my relationship with money. Because mm. I have a fucked up relationship with money. So, people, it's That's just, one you're still working through now, yeah, right? Okay, doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a bunch of, it's... Like, there's still a story in my head that's like, you can't be a cool rock star and talk about money, like, reading all these, like, self-help books, you know? But, yeah, but it's just, like, money is consciousness. It's the same thing. Do you want to have impact? Yeah. Don't you think, like, more money, like, the well, more so impact you can have? Like, it's the, well, that that's, simple. That's what I'm on this kick about, too, because yeah. I'm reading this book called, um, I don't forget what it's called. It's by Waddles. My friend, my friend turned me on to it. Oh, dude, I know about um, this. Holy shit. It's, this, it's like the science of making money. And it's yeah, like, but it's old. It's real it's, old it's school. It's from the early 1900s, mm -hmm. and it's like the dirkiest title. Like, I'd never be caught dead reading it in a coffee <laughs> shop, you know? Like, give me a copy of, like, a Toni Morrison book. But, but it's fucking... So, it's like, you know how people are like, oh, God wants you to give, give, give? Yeah. It's like, no, God wants you to be the best version of yourself. Yeah. He wants you to be as rich and successful as you want. Oh, because then you can help more people. It's yes. like, you're not, you're not helping anybody. Bro, it's, like, you yeah. need to fully illuminate so yeah. that other motherfuckers can, like, fully illuminate, too, or know that it's yeah. possible. And exactly. I think money, everything, nothing exists by accident. I think if, if no. God does That's run this exactly universe, it. right, then money is here for a reason. Yeah. And there's a way to use it. Yeah, there's a science. Right? In a healthy way. Yeah. You know, it's like when you said social media, you were like, oh, that's fucked. No, but, <laughs> like, yeah, no we, we, we revised that a little bit, but yeah. It's true, it's true. And then it's like, you don't think you could just, you don't think you deserve to make money. No, and that's why people stay in shitty relationships. These are like, oh, like, this is the best I could do. Because, this is what I yeah. deserve, you yeah, know? No, yeah, it's yeah. It's like, dude, it's like, again, it's like, there's this benevolent. I just think like, my heart breaks when you were telling me, like, you know, you were, you were connected to a manager that was like, you're this, or you're, yeah. you're making you feel small. 
and like you stayed in that sort of relationship yeah you know it's yeah. interesting i know but then it's just like you change your energy and then you start expanding what you attract you know we haven't seen each other in like nine years or some shit yeah. right and i just want to say i experience your energy today and i want i want you to answer the same question for me but today Back then, I experienced your energy as like the cops were chasing you. That's what it felt like, bro. Like, your energy felt like that frenetic. Like, the cops were fucking chasing you. Dude, it felt like... And, and, and now, I just feel like you're on this fucking lotus flower almost. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's the best thing I've ever yeah. yeah, and I wanted to say, like, because that's... That'd be a cool moment since we haven't seen each other. Like, yeah. How do you, how'd you experience me then? And, like... How do you experience this version of me? Because obviously, I love that so much. I think I was having a full mental breakdown too. When we were together. <laughs> yeah. um, it's the same joy and the same spirit, but it's more grounded, mm. and it feels more whole and complete. Dude. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Like, like it's like it's like seeing an old friend and being like, oh, he hasn't changed that much, but then like, there's so much more maturity to it mm. and calmness and like a serenity. <sighs> You know, yeah. yeah. There was like a, like an untetheredness. Untetheredness. That's yeah. a great word for yeah. it. Yeah. Now, now I feel tethered. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Rooted. Rooted. Yeah. Yeah. Very blessed. Yeah. Same. How do you put a team together that's like a good fit for you, and how do you wade through choosing the right team members? Yeah. So I, in my own story, I noticed that when when I didn't feel worthy and when I felt lacking. I attracted team members who reinforced that idea. And when I was numbing out and didn't want to feel anything, I attracted team members who were emotionally unavailable and like mm. couldn't take care of me in any sense or like didn't do anything. So I think it's just being so self-aware of that like law of attraction and being like, it's like if you're looking for a romantic partner, you ask that question of like, am I the person I would want to date? you know perfect yeah so and it's the same way with the team you know and then just remembering like yo they work for you and people told me this my entire life they're like they work for you N not the other way around but it's again it's hard with depression you know that's the advice i would give and then to just like to know who you are so much that people can't talk you out of that and and i don't mean that in like a pig-headed way i mean that in a, just a confidence like, like you follow it, your truth you follow exactly, your truth yeah, yeah. and yeah. knowing that like you you know you know what your message is you know you know who you are because if you don't know who you are, if you're not rooted, then other people might change that. Yeah. You might get lucky and find that one manager who can help you show you who you are. But I think when you have a clear vision of what you want and who you want, one of the, man, I just got triggered talking about that. Cause one of the things that one of my managers would say was like, he's like, I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. And he kept screaming, like shouting I that. don't know who you are. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't, f it's like, I'm like, how do I find myself? <laughs> I'm like, I don't fucking know. But that's that. not I helpful, know, though, right? Yeah, it just freaked me out because I'm just like, I'm like, well, if he doesn't know who I am, I don't know who I am either. And then I'm like, how the fuck do you know who you are? You know? Wow. So it's just, it's like, it's kind of, it's like I was so hell bent on like fame and success that I was willing to forego identity, mm. and that's not. Yeah, that's and that's trick. what happened on the second album, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. You know? Okay, I get and that. And it's like, it's funny because it's just like. You know, that's wow. It's I've signed okay, so you know, I've like I've signed a lot of artists. This is actually good to get on yeah, tape. So yeah. I've signed a lot of artists, like found them very early, right? Yeah. And so, can I tell you what I noticed? Please, <laughs> this is good. You're gonna love this. No. So I'm like, dude, you're a diamond in the rough. You know, it's my favorite thing to find. You're incredible. Like, let's fucking develop this. Yeah. And then, as soon as I got them a record deal, do you know what happened? 
the, 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 the magic that was there in that raw roughness disappeared because they went into their fucking heads, yeah. I feel yeah. like. Now they're cutting new albums. Yeah. And it's like, they're, you gotta come from here always, right? It's weird. It's, it's like, you think that'd be the manager's job, but like, there needs to be some kind of like liaison, <laughs> like a creative liaison, because like that happens so much. Do you, wait, you're aware of that too? With yeah, like even artists was, you know, let's say? Well, even, it's like, like the story between what happened between me and you, it's like, that happens a lot. Yeah, oh like, dude, it's so common. It's, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, heartbreaking, yeah. and it's so dumb because... Do you know Chance the, Chance the yeah, Rapper and yeah. his manager, they after just like split. 10 years, dude, like it's crazy. I know, and because it was, he was like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. No, not my shit. Um, but, and it's, it's... But let's same, just say it's commonplace. It's commonplace, because it's the same thing with songs, of like... You know, it's it, it, that's this is why I like Rick Rubin a lot because he's such a grounding figure in like very grounding. Oh, you made an album that didn't hit. Try another one. You know? <laughs> that's like, awesome. It, that's just, awesome. Yeah, it's just it's like that. So yeah, yeah, but it's fucking bizarre. Or or it or is. it's like you know how many stories you hear about producers. Same thing happens. Like producers hmm. develop under producers develop bands and then they get signed and then they get a chance to work with like some big rock producer who just ruins the record because mm. that magic's not there, you know? Mm. And it's, it's fucking, the, it's weird thing. It's a, the magic's a weird thing because it's like, when you have it, it's sacred. It's in basketball too. It is in basketball. Yeah, 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 at, yeah. I mean, look at the Warriors. Yeah. Like they had that shit going and then like Eagle got in the way where like, I don't know what happened, but people were like, I want more money. I'm, I play a bigger part in this team than I do. Or oh, I want to be the lead on my own team. Yeah. And then you just you just fuck you just Dude. fuck it up. I had that with the band, like the chemistry. You did. We had. The, the chemi chemistry. No, the chemistry was good at one the point. The chemistry right? between yeah, yeah, the yeah. three of us. It was there was the most fuck. It was on fire. Without Tony, can't replace that. You know. Without Dan, can't replace that. I tried. I made mistakes. I thought. You know. But that's just it. You know. There's nothing wrong with it ending, but it's just knowing. Mm. That, but but then it's just like. It's like right. the same thing. It's like you know what you know when you know. You but, do the best you can with what you have. True, with the consciousness. You know. Yeah. But maybe that whole thing was just to get you from like if you're driving across the country, like maybe that was just supposed to go from New York to like Kansas, and that you weren't supposed to go to California. Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? No, seriously, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. got me where I need to be, and I'm thankful for that. I don't want to be anywhere else. You know? Yeah, hundred percent. It goes back to just your gut too, because it's like if that was really the right gut decision, then nothing else matters. You know. Hmm. Like, like I well, yeah, following our truth. Yeah, I like to you look know, at it. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. just, I res I'd rather respect someone who's just like, fuck it, I'm down, I'm walking away from music, and I'm doing what I really love, mm -hmm. than someone who's like, I'm just gonna do this for the wrong reasons. The more I operate in auth authenticity, Kyle, the better my life gets. It's true. You know, it's true. Because then you're not worried about what people think about you, and and then you can hit, you know, your head can head can hit the pillow at night, and yeah. there's a lot of really shady characters in music though, bro, really. And I'm like, how, and I see some of these people do what they do and I'm like, how the fuck are they able to sleep at night? Like, how does their head hit the pillow? Yeah, I don't know. Podcast, yeah, fuck Asians, fuck publicists. No, I'm just <laughs> We're coming after all yeah, you bitches, yeah. no. Fuck everyone. It's <laughs> awesome, uh, no. We had a much more positive vibe though. Thank you guys for <laughs> tuning in. We'll see you next episode. <laughs> Thank you so much again for tuning in to today's episode. It really means the world to me. If you heard anything relatable that created new awareness for you, please visit our podcast on iTunes and leave a rating or review. This helps build our audience. Please comment, like, and share this episode out with your family, friends, coworkers, or anyone who you feel would benefit from the messages shared in today's episode. 
I'm really, really grateful for your help in spreading these messages of hope and wisdom. The world is in such great need right now and your support helps carry the message onward to others who need it. Also, please consider becoming a monthly financial contributor to the podcast. You can do so by visiting connectionismagic.com and clicking on the Patreon link. Patreon is a third-party platform which helps support creators in exchange for exclusive content and offers. You'll be able to get discounted merchandise like comfy hoodies, t-shirts, as well as retreat discounts where we'll have special guest speakers and group activities to connect you with like-minded community members. Again, thank you so much for tuning in, and until next time, please stay connected.